Yeah. <laughs> I just put that on. I was like, I was going to put on my Christ necklace, but mm, I didn't. Um, that would have been cool. Yeah. So, hi. Hello. Um, I'm Emma. I'm Antonella. And we're more than meets the eye. We're here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing she lens. She did her homework, ladies yes. and gentlemen. It's, it's in so there. on top of her it's game today. We love it. <laughs> love to see it. Okay. So, basically, our podcast, as we kind of introduce ourselves is we like to analyze aesthetics we like to look at what goes into them um of course everything we talk about is kind of our perspective and like what we formulated um throughout our lives and then sometimes we occasionally look at like movies and cds or albums excuse me not just cds um and like i kind of like look at the aesthetics that go into making those um but this week we're doing goth yes we are which is a lot to unpack. It is. And we it's both, old and there's a lot of it's stuff. It's old and new. It's very, very old. Mm-hmm. Old, new, and very, very new. Mm-hmm. Correct. There's a lot to unpack. And we both, I'm pretty sure, I know I did, had like minimal time. Yeah. So we're just going to, we're probably going to be inaccurate sometimes. and Or just not going we'll glaze to over as it. much as we want yeah. to. You know there's us. A lot. We love aesthetics. <laughs> we love details. We love perfection. Mm-hmm. But of course, when we spread ourselves too thin, we cannot be as perfect as we wish to be. Mm-hmm. So if we want to start from somewhat a beginning if we want to go into a little bit of history well, of goth let's talk about our personal history first true so tell me how you got into part. it i know it's okay <laughs> <laughs> tell me how you got into it or um, how you not get into it <clears throat> discovered it because i mean you're not a goth, yeah but. am i not oh <laughs> i'm sorry if, i hope i don't offend no, you by no, calling no. you a non-goth I'm, I'm definitely would not be considered a goth by any means mm. um it's very far from my personal aesthetic but not that far mm. because i do like some gothic elements but not for sure i think it's more of like a very superficial liking because people who do actually who are goths are very immersed in the culture mm. and they just their lifestyle kind of so yeah. i just don't to, yeah no we're talking about how extensive goth is like the wikipedia page is like super extensive so if there's like if you're there's a judge to judge by that then yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah then it's like hardcore but like if you're there's anything you like i want more about goth i would check that out because honestly it's like very extensive yeah. like it even goes into sociology i was like yeah who yeah um but anyway like literature and stuff so um i mean i guess i feel like goth now mm. or has been is kind of like a caricature sometimes shown up in like for sure tv shows like there's always the goth character or like the supposedly goth character that's they have secretly just, kind and fluffy yeah. and likes the color pink. Yeah, yeah, so there's always that like one goth character. So I feel like that's mostly my experience with it. I didn't really listen to goth music. <coughs> that, what do you mean? I don't really like goth music. Gothic rock. Oh, I would say I don't really listen to gothic rock. Yeah. I mean, I like The Cure, but not really their more gothic. Songs. Okay, for sure. So I mean, I think there's also there's a lot. To the kind of music for that gothic aesthetic, you can go, like, many places. Yeah, no, it's, it, like, branches out to a lot of different things, mm. so. Um, yeah, my experience is a little bit limited, but okay. now I know more. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what about you? Um, so when I was really, really little, mm-hmm. I wanted to be goth, which is interesting, because it's, like, now it's, like, I definitely, like, still think it's a very interesting aesthetic mm-hmm. and, like, look and, like, whatever, um, 
But, like, I also definitely liked it superficially then. Was, like, I like the idea of, like, wearing all black and, like, dyeing your hair black, wearing black makeup, you know, like, wearing, like, um, I don't know, just, like, the... Especially in the early 2000s, like... Mm, like emo, goth, yeah. kind of? Well, not emo, because I never liked emo. Mm-hmm. But, like, the kind of, like, goth revival I thought was cool. Like, with the hair, the big hair and mm. all the piercings and everything. Like, I thought it was cool. Yeah. But, obviously, I didn't really know what entailed, like, yeah. being goth or whatever. Um, I remember, though, it's kind of a weird memory, but I remember my cousin being like, no, no, no. Like, she was, like, in high school at the time, and I was like, oh, I want to be goth. Because I was, like, eight. Um, and she was like, nah, you don't want to be goth. And I was like, I don't? Why? But she never expanded on that, which is fine. I yeah, mean, it, it's pro- it's a pretty big commitment, I think. Yeah, so. I mean, if you want to be, like, if you really want to be a real goth, but yeah. that's all very relative. And I guess, I don't know, being goth is, like, essentially outcasting yourself from the rest of the world. <laughs> For sure. So if you would like to be yeah. the weird kid, then, yeah. Mm, yes, but is that okay? Okay, anyways, that's next week's episode. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, wait, expand on that. No, I just mean, like, is it okay to, like, generalize goth as a way mm. of... Ex- what did you just say? Outcasting yourself from mm-hmm. the rest of society. Well, I think that's how society views it. I don't necessarily think mm. that... How about the gothic society, though? Because for other goths, I'm sure goth yeah. is, like, a form of, like, finding yourself. You yeah, know what I mean? no, definitely. For it's a form of people. expression. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, it's so big that it's not... At this point, if you're an adult and you're a goth, there's, like, plenty of people who are also goths and there's a whole community now we can get into what you wanted to historical background historical background Mm. okay let's go well let's go i feel like i'm gonna start it from 1980s so like gothic rock yeah yeah yeah. i guess i could go even further back that comes back though you know what i mean so so we'll bring that up later yeah but so I guess it, we can kind of talk about how it kind of emerged in music mm-hmm. first, and then that influenced the style, which is similar to when we talked about punk, I would say. Yeah. Similar idea. So Post-punk. Post-punk. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like there's this trajectory that you can see outlined through history of like punk to post-punk, then to goth, which yeah. is like really interesting. They're all connected, but like one pretty much comes after the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically after punk kind of fizzled out and post-punk appeared and there's gothic rock that kind of came through in england Mm. and essentially the main faces of that were bauhaus which Mm -hmm. is a band and Susie and the banshees Mm -hmm. Susie sue the lead singer of Susie and the banshees and basically their aesthetic their sound a little bit of joy division a little bit of cure the cure the cure was kind of just doing it all yeah um well because they they definitely came earlier i think yeah uh, and they were kind of like well there was robert smith with his hair and yeah. his makeup oh he's totally so. like a goth icon yeah um, yeah for sure if we want to bring up icons and so basically like they're the sound and the aesthetic kind of then branched out into like these different subcultures of goth which yeah. we now no. Yeah. I thought an interesting point too was that Goth was the like the survivor. Like punk kinda died away. Yeah. Post punk definitely kinda died yeah. away. And then there's just like goth that was like exploded and then just the rest morphed of, yeah. into other things. Most of time. And and I part of that we're gonna talk about like 
influences from like earlier i think yeah. part of it comes from influences earlier you know what i yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. yeah we established that goth started in england in the 80s but like it kind of like there was this always a there was always this idea of like gothic yeah like know? this kind of dark mm. imagery and in, in literature and other media and stuff Passion, like that yeah. so um definitely the goth music is is separate from the post-punk mm, sound mm-hmm. it's more like minimal and obviously darker sounding it's kind of like I don't it's know. a little like trippy yeah there's like some it's very like slow kind of melodic do you remember that weird that nick cave and the bad seed songs i played for you yeah yeah yeah. i'm totally mad i played it during post punk because i could have played it during this episode a lot of it overlaps yeah because it was kind of the same time but also like not yeah goth continued past it but that was a little um, later and then like yeah yeah. but also like the subject matter of the songs were all like melancholy Mm. and just sadness existentialism nihilism all that great stuff and there was also this at in in the 80s there was a club called the bat cave in london oh yeah um where Susie sue and the banshees played Mm. so that also kind of an origin of the subculture and like brought together people who like to dress like that and listen to that kind of music yeah and it all kind of grew from there yeah and if we dig a bit later like some influences that come from i mean a bit earlier some influences come from like before yeah even like the 20th century was like the 19th century gothic literature yeah if you want to go into like like edgar Allan poe yeah well when goth really became a thing like all those things were like what influenced like it more deeply that's like some of the roots like the deep deep roots of like these kind of things um also at the same time as like gothic rock they were more like goth horror movies um and like vampire cult oh yeah definitely like vampire imagery mm. and stuff yeah <laughs> very important and influential and then i thought it was really interesting that there's also like mythological influences mm-hmm. like so like celtic and christian mm. egyptian pagan like all yeah, those mythologies like, kind of had this influence on it i mean if i guess a more superficial influence would be like Susie sue's like makeup was very mm. egyptian inspired Definitely. so like her look i mean is so iconic yeah. she had the big hair mm. really intense makeup so cool yeah and i think kind of like celtic mythological imagery like especially in like the early goth scene was like a big thing like you can see all those celtic crosses and like the the celtic twist and stuff like those were all kind of like imagery reused which is like at the time of celtic mythology that was kind of gothic you know and then brought back it was like like, repeated in Mm -hmm. this kind of idea of goth culture which is cool so fashion Yes, fashion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, icon, Susie Sue, mm-hmm. Robert Smith, The Cure. Smith. They had the big, like, spiky black hair going on, messy. Yeah. Um, Some other people of the same vein are, like, Roz Williams, who's, like, an artist. Look him up, he's really cool. Um, even, like... David Bowie had some goth looks, you know, definitely like the kind of out there big hair, big makeup thing that was like across a lot of aesthetics in the 80s. But goth often focused on like this whole black hair, black makeup, big, dark, kind of like almost trying to be threatening or like scary. Mm, Scary, definitely scary look. Okay, I'm looking at him. Roz Williams, he has 
in this one picture he's like holding a cross and his hair is very spiky he looks cool he does look cool i thought <laughs> i didn't really know much about him but i thought he looked cool too um yeah and that kind of like classic look is mm. is like the the original kind of goth look is yeah. not necessarily like what other goths yeah. look like too. yeah there's true. like other kinds like there's that more victorian looking mm. goth aesthetic i thought interestingly enough there was a lot of um uh influences from people from like the early 20th century so like 1910s 1920s mm. like people like um theta theta barra is her name t-h-e-d-a b-a-r-a People like Musadora, Vampira. Vampira is like the 50s, but Musadora is another mm. like silent movie star who they all kind of had like this dark makeup and like, like I thought Theta Barra was a really interesting one because mm-hmm. I've like cool. seen her a million times. Um, but yeah, I, I like never really thought about putting together the idea of like kind of like a goth aesthetic in her, all of her like yeah clothes, all of her like photo shoots and like the movie she was in, especially just like early silent film. There's a lot of like gothic themes, which I mm-hmm. think is cool. Also, the kind of like that vampire look in general. Yeah, yeah. That look up Vampira. She's yeah. from the 50s. Um, she's really, she's got like crazy eyebrows. That's funny. She kind of looks like she's supposed to be um, the mom from Adam's family. Yeah. Oh, Morticia. Morticia. Oh my God. I was going to say, she's also a goth queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love her. She looks so cool. Her eyebrows are very intense. Yes, I know. <laughs> and like the, black dress with the long sleeves yeah so cool uh, one other person i want to note because i thought it was an interesting point that like a lot of times african and caribbean influences are kind of ignored mm-hmm. is someone like screaming jay hawkins who like he definitely like he was like a musician and he like had this whole voodoo thing going on like there's definitely like that's definitely part of like the whole mm-hmm. idea of goth like it's cool witchcraft and yeah other kind of ancient witchcraft yeah i mean we kind of kind of talked about like dark colors black yeah i would say like yeah obviously that was like my first impression of what Mm -hmm. goth was just like black but the the classic what what most people think of goth the punk almost looking Mm -hmm. goth during the 80s was fishnets like silver hardware Mm. leather jackets spiky black hair Mm. and there's also the influence of like period clothing yeah like kind of victorian edwardian like influences yeah like corsets lace Mm -hmm. gowns black gowns dark makeup always yeah i know the makeup's very important black fingernails yeah your nails black that's i feel like that's kind of what also what i thought would just being goth was oh like you paint your fingernails black you're like a goth kid especially in grade school like yeah I painted my nails black and I was like, hold up. Um, it was I'm always bad. I, I love doing it because yeah. it, it always gives you, you're like, whoa, my nails are black. Yeah, an extra I'm edge. Like, Amazing. Yeah, it's great. Something about black nail polish just like adds an extra. For real. I also mm-hmm. liked um, Wikipedia used the word homogeneous. Okay. So yeah. like kind of just like one one thing, you know, like like the goth, sometimes a goth look can just be like one look, which I thought yeah. was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Because um, I never thought about, like, I don't know, I, I too, also think of goth as being, like, very, like, spikes, lace, yeah. all this, like, hardcore stuff. Like, it can also just be, like, all black, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, there's, um, like, it's so many different versions. I thought one interesting subculture of goth culture was cyber goth. Yeah. Which is essentially, like, you're, you're wearing, like, kind of typical goth clothes, but, like, neon 
aspects to it. Yeah. And like, it's not even just the fashion, but the culture of Cybergoth is like going to raves and listening to like electronic music. Oh. Yeah, there's a whole whole thing, whole lifestyle. I think they're also called um, gavers, gravers, oh. because they they're goth and they rave nice so, and grave is like a yeah goth yeah cool. so it's a whole um, thing who was the one the athletic goth one health goth health goth <laughs> dude my cousin was telling me how she thought she was well no not that she thought that she she used like a lot of health goth influences at one point like i think she said not really anymore but like she used to a lot um and it's essentially like athleisure plus goth so like all black athleisure maybe some dark makeup you know like mm-hmm. this kind of weird mixture which i yeah, think is yeah. funny because like now goth is like this thing that is kind of like dispersed you know yeah i know mean? there's like, totally you can just add goth to anything yeah and be like i also came across the term mall goth which I, i've heard that before <laughs> i've heard that before i don't know exactly what it means isn't but... it just like yeah, okay look i'm looking up urban dictionary Malgoth. These pricks hang outside of Hot Topic, waiting for it to open so they can spend more of mommy and daddy's money. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, this is like an intense drag, but I think it's supposed to mean like the Hot Topic kids. Yeah. <laughs> or like the like mall the, rats. The MCR, My Chemical Romance type people. That's like, like the scene kids. Yeah, yeah. Which is like kind of like emo scene, which. Yeah. Obviously, I think it stems from goth, oh, but it's, like, sure. kind of its own separate Yeah. Thing. It's also lamer. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. But, of course, growing, going to grade school, I was always, like, lame. Mm. And then goth was, like, cool. But it doesn't, that doesn't mean it actually is if you're emo or scene. Yeah. I'm, what does the mall goth nostalgia trend really mean? I think it has to do with, like, more 2000s kind of goth. Definitely. And just, like, almost kind of the superficial, my, like, superficial image of what goth is, is, like, wearing the black nail polish. Yeah. And lots of eyeliner, which yeah. isn't necessarily what goth is, but. Yeah. I also always associated, like, Christian symbols with, like, goth. Yeah. Like, just, like, wearing a big cross necklace. I was like, oh, it's pretty, like, goth. goth. Like, there's the first time, like, when I discovered Lana Del Rey when I was, like, 12, mm. um, she was doing, she did this, like, New York Times style magazine fashion shoot, um, and she was just wearing all white, but, like, had all these, like, crosses and, like, her jewelry and, like, mm-hmm. you know, her long nails and, like, all her hand tattoos, and, like, it was, like, almost semi-goth, even though she was yeah, wearing yeah. totally white. Like, it was still, yeah. like... Yeah, no, I, I think she's like, like this, especially the Victorian kind of mm-hmm. vampire goth. She definitely has some a little bit. influence, especially there. early on. Now, not really as yeah. much, but early on she did. I was also looking at more. I guess they're looking at like the revival of kind of goth mm-hmm. styles now. Okay, not necessarily like the whole culture of goth, but more like the fashion yeah. of it. And that's kind of been more recent. Like there was one picture of like little Uzi Vert. <laughs> um, he's a rapper. He's wearing like these like weird bondage outfit oh, weird. things with like wait I want to I forget it was the I think it was Grammys oh. and there was like metal spikes too or something yeah no definitely especially in hype beast and oh yeah, yeah. in hype beast and like um the sad boy kind of persona the, even the e, the e boy yeah like those all yes those we all were talking have... about the e boy how e boy is like half goth half yeah. like skater aesthetic yeah. and I think but I think those iterations are a little bit are like a lot farther from the people who do consider themselves oh, goth yeah. you know it's more of like a superficial taking or it. it's even i don't like, mean to like reduce it to like oh they're they're goth because they 
you know yeah no 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 but um it's definitely like derived from but like Mm kind of loosely derived like there's definitely like especially like there are still people nowadays who are like very hardcore girls Mm -hmm. so it's like you know it's like their whole lifestyle Mm mm-hmm Okay, let's get into music. Music, yeah. So, kind of talked about um, the 80s, early 80s, and the rise of gothic rock with mm-hmm. Susie and the Banshees. Susie and so, the Banshees. Go, go into history first? No. Yeah. Okay. Wow. The first time, like, the term gothic rock was mm-hmm. used was actually for the doors, um, oh. which I think, yeah, which is like that's like the late 60s you know um and then like velvet underground yeah. apparently also had like a little bit of like a goth sound in one of their albums and then when Susie and the banshees really started like establishing themselves that was like like the true like formation of gothic rock. yeah like, she really is like the head of like oh yeah goth like she's the goth queen or the goth godmother what's her name again the goth mother you said joy division Bauhaus, mm-hmm. adam and the ants are great so you want to do Susie? yeah let's play some Susie sue Heck. so this song is called arabian nights mm. so with a k so it's about the men not about the night yeah okay so it's very like kind of sad sounding and just dark i guess not very upbeat at all Susie I, I do know that song. Oh, that's a great yeah. song. Yeah. It's a little trippy, a little bit. Yeah. Like the very ethereal yeah. like nature of it where you're kinda of like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's cool. Yeah. They're the same like the vibe for all gothic rocks. It's mm. kinda of like that. Yeah. Very for sure. A little trippy, a little bit weird. Yeah. Um next song I wanna play is from Bauhaus. Mm-hmm. And it is called um Bella. Lugosi's dead. dead. So, fun fact about this, my mom actually, when I was asking her about New Wave, texted me about this song, saying, like, there was this weird vampire obsession people <laughs> had at the time, um, which I think is so funny because I get to bring this up now. Um, and she was like, oh, there's a song that was like, Bella Lugosi. There's, like, a, this obsession with Bella Lugosi, and someone made a song like, Bella Lugosi's dead. So, when you texted me that, I was like, ah, of course. <laughs> of course, Bauhaus. Yeah, it's a really long song, though. It's, like... 10 minutes <laughs> are you serious yeah yeah well, so we're okay. obviously not gonna be playing the whole thing no 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 you guys get 30 seconds yeah you'll get a sweet 30 second yeah alright so here is Bella Lugosi's Dead by Bauhaus mm-hmm. No, yeah, they're pretty chill. Yeah. Um, I was looking them up, and they definitely have, like, their whole band has, like, a little goth vibe. Yeah, they um, didn't last that long, but they definitely were originators in the whole gothic rock. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to jump forward a couple mm-hmm. of years, about 10, 
Yeah, about 10 years. Um, And touch on our good old friend Marilyn Manson, who... It's he, right? His film. Okay. Okay. He. Okay. So Marilyn Manson. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't know him that. I don't know him that well. But like, he's always mentioned in like television and like movies. Like, it's a very prominent figure in like pop Mm -hmm. culture. Yeah, definitely. Surprised if you didn't know him. But yeah, so I'm gonna play the Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. It's got a pretty kind of like eighty sound though, which I thought was interesting. But it's, it's solid. I don't know it that well, but. I was looking it up. It was pretty solid. feel like more what i expected goffy yeah to, you know what I mean? yeah no definitely the i don't know especially hearing the cure was considered to be goth also was like oh really yeah because it's more like it's not as i thought it was goth music be more scary and like intense but this was like pretty chill and just trippy yeah. melodic sounding so yeah. there's a range of sounds yeah i'll get more into this later but something similar to marilyn manson which i'm not going to play a song by them but um as a group called cradle of filth which i Great name. Just sit on there for a second. Um, originally, I thought they were a fake thing, and I'll get into why I thought they were a fake thing. It turns out they're real, so okay. they're, Good to they're similar to Marilyn Manson. Um, and then finally, I'm going to do this last song, which also has a bit of a story, like personal story behind it. Um, so I'm going to do Whale's Tales by the Cocteau Twins. It's just a little more similar to like <laughs> the Cure-esque um, kind of like ethereal vibe yeah. um but apparently they're considered goth too but um there's some band that like they remind now i think maybe beach house that they remind my mom of and she when i was into beach house mm-hmm. huh, um, was <laughs> i still like beach house, like beach house a lot or i maybe there was another group oh no 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 Ross. when i was really into Ross, which mm-hmm. is that icelandic band that you definitely know um do i yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure we're doing this right now. Okay. Do I actually? Yeah, this is Star Offer by Sigurdsson, which y'all definitely know it. Sounds a little familiar, but they're very popularly used in movies. Okay, like that song is in um, Steve Zissou, The Aquatic Life with Steve Zissou, which is a Wes Anderson movie. Great movie. It will kill you. (laughs) Making it through that movie will kill you. Why? I can't tell you. Okay, it's just one of those movies. Okay, Um, good or bad, kill. It's hard to say in this case. You kind of just have to see it. You know what I mean? Um. I'll and then your word. I'll play one other song, which is in Penelope, Ooh. a classic fave that you might recognize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Do you recognize yeah, that one more? That one, okay. I know the melody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, obviously, he sings in Icelandic. Um, um, but, yeah, they're pretty well-known. Odea also knows them. Um, she knows them really well, and I saw them in concert a couple of years ago. Fun. Yeah, Sigur Ross. But, anyways... So cool. When I was into Sigur Ross, big long story, um, my mom was like, you should listen to Cocteau Twins because they're very similar. And mm. I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, never did it. <laughs> Finally, like, while I'm doing Gothic Rock, of course, I come across the Cocteau Twins song and I was like, this is like so my jam. Like, this is um, really good. Um, so this is Whale's Tales by Cocteau Twins. Um, when did this come out? 80s. Okay. So you were right, mom. Huh? Um, <laughs> I think it's funny. It's called like what is it called? Whales. Whales tales. Because it sounds like like in the ocean, like mm. what a whale would sing or something. Thank you, Nora. Um, but yeah, what did you think? It was very interesting. Not what I. I can see like how it's similar to the kind of other songs we were playing. Yeah. Other songs it has a very like slow kind of creepy yeah, feeling sure. to it. Very cool. I yeah. like it. I liked it too, and I liked. Um, okay. The beginning though a little bit just like hot take a little bleach-esque like mm. a little like brockhampton like like maybe brockhampton took some inspiration like yeah i think like like the weird yeah, kind of trippy sound like yeah. it it reminds me of a lot of modern music and a lot of contemporary music um and that was just one that popped into my head that it was like oh this weird kind of like high pitch trippy like yeah thing that i was like oh kind of sounds like bleach yeah um, i can i can i see that i hear that <laughs> yeah not that similar, obviously, because Bleach is like hip hop, but whatever. Movies, films, movies. characters. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, I feel like movies and television are almost like mainly where goth has like lived. Too. Or mainly where I've seen it almost. Yeah, where it's most commonplace. To yeah. People. I mean, I feel like Tim Burton, all his movies. Oh, Tim Burton for sure. The themes, the characters, Nightmare Before Christmas. I remember for Christmas, Coraline. Yes. Eddie Scissorhands. <laughs> Eddie. Okay, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Winona Ryder's goth queen, by the way. Oh, goth icon. Yeah. I read this really interesting hot take on, like, Gwyneth Paltrow versus Winona Ryder. Apparently, they were best friends back in the day. I feel like 90s celebrity pop culture is so like i just missed all of that yeah. so i really don't know any of the okay so they're tea. bffs and then gwyneth took winona's role or something Ooh. don't know oh i think for shakespeare in love and then winona Ryder like shoplifted and then was like banned from society for yeah. shoplifting whatever um and then gwyneth paltrow was like Queen, and then everyone started hating Gwyneth Paltrow, and then Winona Ryder came back, and now people are hating Gwyneth a little less, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, so now they're obviously Winona Ryder is like now the beloved one, but yeah, yeah. it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, weird but interesting. But um, what are there any kind of Tim Burton? I mean, Tim Burton's got when he uses claymation, Frank and Weenie when yeah. he uses claymation. I, that one, actually. I 
watched it for school last year. Oh, really? Yeah. And I cried really hard, kind of for no reason. Like, I ended up not really liking the movie that much, but cried very, very hard at the end. Um, but yeah, so when he uses claymation, claymation is often seen as like goth esque. Very I think. creepy, his, his claymation. His claymation in particular. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he also uses a lot of like kind of like that like we were talking about the victorian edwardian mm-hmm. themes yeah definitely like i don't know the costumes in night before mm-hmm. christmas are super a lot of people like do it for halloween and stuff but they're so iconic yeah and her dress mm-hmm. so cool. wait sally yeah yeah, yeah how it's like knit it together yeah. dude that movie's so good after you watch it yeah one example that I, it's very close to my heart um, is Noel Fielding in The IT Crowd, which is a great British sitcom. Oh. And he plays a goth character named Richmond. And it mentioned Cradle of Filth because his character on the show loves Cradle of Filth, the band. Um, and I was like, they're fake. And then one time I randomly saw like a reference to them and I was like, wait, Cradle of Filth is real? I have to confirm this real quick. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean... You would think they would make up a band for No, yeah, they're real. Cradle of Filth is real. Um, oh, quite the imagery. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, weird. Um, his character is so funny, but he, like, he wears this makeup where he's got, like, these weird, like, designs on his face, and he's got just, like, jet black hair, and he wears, like, the, like, like the long flowy sleeves mm, yeah, and, like, yeah, 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 the ruffles. Yeah, yeah. he's really funny. Um, and he, like... He lives, essentially the character lives in, so all the the characters work in the basement of this company. He lives in a closet in the basement of this company and like rarely sees the light of day. Yeah, so, so it's like, very like stereotypically <laughs> Kind of like vampire-esque, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, he does this thing where he kind of like veers at them like a vampire. It's <laughs> funny. Um, some other television things, mm-hmm. um, a lot of early 2000s Cartoon Network cartoons. Yeah. Billy and Mandy's, Billy yeah. and Mandy's. What it, what was it called? Um, Adventures. I don't know. something like that. Billy and Mandy's Adventures. But um, hopefully, y'all know what I'm talking about. If not, look it up. Um, Courage Cowardly Dog. Most terrifying thing ever. Did you ever watch Courage Cowardly Dog? I never Dog? did. Oh my gosh. We literally like would watch it all the time, but like Maybe. rarely make it to the end of the episode because it was so Let me just, creepy. Oh, a second. I know I've heard it before and I'm mm. sure if I, as soon as I see it I wonder yeah, if I would still yeah. be creeped out by it now yeah I've, I've never watched it honestly I didn't watch a lot of Cartoon Network I mostly stuck to Nickelodeon yeah for uh, sure there was stuff there too cause I don't know Cartoon Network kind of scared me there was a lot of weird yeah my programs. brother was really into it so I watched it a lot yeah yeah this show was weird <laughs> it was like really scary oh, yeah um, we're looking at some of the characters right now like yeah. who the hell is this guy with this green suit yeah that's the normal the the face, the green yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, that's like his normal face, and then he like changes into that when he goes berserk. I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a very weird. Teen Titans like had like some mm-hmm. like like Raven was a goth character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally that one character. Whole that's like a little Island bit. Had Gwen. Yes, she was. She was like the main reason yeah. I wanted to be goth when I was little because I was like She's I want to cool. be like Gwen, and she had like the hair and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Danny Phantom. That. Danny Phantom. What's his girl's name? Sam. Sam? Yeah. Yeah, she his was girl. cool. She's an independent woman. Yeah. That's fine. And she's cool. I liked her style a lot. She I wanted was great. to be her. Um, I was thinking about doing her for Halloween because it would be. That would be a cool costume. Yeah, one day. Um, it would just be hard because I don't have black hair, but um, yeah. you could be here. I have to cut my hair. Yeah. Her hair's not that short. It's like shoulder length. Yeah. 
Oh, well. All right. Anyways, lots Halloween's of over. weird child. Yeah. Next year. Lots of weird childhood. Um, like, like it's weird how popular it was when we yeah. were kids. I kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, I vaguely remember now. Did you ever watch Ned's Declassified? Yeah. There was those goth kids on Ned's Declassified who were like yeah. the most like soul sucking characters ever. Like I remember there was one episode, like they would walk by flowers and like the flowers would like wilt or something. Like it was so intensely goth. Oh my gosh. Hold up. I'm, it was so funny. I, I love that show so oh, much. I wanted to say, I wanted to mention quickly when we're going through music and we're doing like the 80s mm-hmm. like gothic rock, it reminds me, like it gives me similar vibes to like any David Lynch stuff from like the 80s i don't know if you're like twin peaks e which twin peaks isn't goth but like the music the gothic rock music gave me like mm-hmm. vibes that were similar to like david lynch he's a film director <clears throat> i think that covers everything that mm-hmm. we want to talk about amazing amazing so what are you wearing i'm wearing well i don't really have any goth clothes with me at school lies this mm-hmm. is a great goth outfit well, i just wore black mostly but i'm wearing these baggy pants they're black they're amazing i love these pants you wore those for e-boy e-boy i i wore i think i wore these also for like a different one too they they're They're great yeah they're great um i'm wearing a black (laughs) t-shirt and then underneath the black t-shirt i'm wearing a striped black shirt so layers (laughs) i didn't mean to trigger you i'm sorry i had to and then i'm just wearing black boots black boots they're black like boots. pumps though so they kind of got that like, hardcore feel yeah i wish i had my faux docs because those mm. would have been slightly better but this is an interpretation it's a great so, interpretation there you have it i love it also i just put a safety pin on my necklace because a little extra hardcore yeah yeah love it and you oh um i am okay i will go top of the head to bottom so i wore my um greek fisherman cap because i wanted to bring in like that kind of like vintagey but also 80s vibe mm-hmm. so that's it's a black hat that i wore on my head and i have braids you on your head <laughs> <laughs> I was, excuse me is there a problem here no continue keep going Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I know there's not a lot, a lot of other places that I would have worn a hat, but <laughs> I just thought it was... Sorry. Don't want to discourage you. Keep going. Ignore me. Um, and I'm not here. I've braided my hair. That's so hard, though. Why would I Aww, do that? Okay. Um, and then I rimmed my eyes with dark eyeliner, but also gave a little smoky eye, which is Ooh. fun. Yeah. I should have worn makeup. That would have been like... It's okay. I don't own any eyeliner. It's okay. I forgive you. Um, I'm also wearing, so I have this kind of like, I wore my white button-down shirt, the only one I brought with me, but it's cool because it's got some ruffles on it. Yeah. Underneath. Very Victorian. Yeah. Underneath a black um, black dress that's like, it like it's like a shoulder dress um, and it's just like a black tight-fit dress, bodycon dress, um, and it's velvet. And I was kind of going for like a Wednesday Adams vibe. You definitely uh, delivered. Thank you. Uh, and then my ducks. The I dax. wish I had. Last year I had. Last um, year I had fishnets, but Ooh. they're no longer with us. Oh no! And I don't know winter, winter, how or when. No, winter, how they kind of disappeared. Mm, winter, how or when also works. But okay. you know, I'm just saying went twice that way. Okay, great. So, so with great aesthetic comes great responsibility. I'm Emma. I'm Antonella. <laughs> 
And thank you for being here with us Thank today. you for listening. Thank you to our... Oh, intern, thank you to our lowly intern, Nora. For sitting and listening. Yes. And and helping. And helping. Yes. Thank we appreciate you. our listeners. We also appreciate Nora. All right. Goodbye, guys. Love Bye. you. Bye.